0: Hey guys, welcome to the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. My name is Bailey Garner, I'm the host, and each week we call my dad, Toby Slough, and we just talk about common struggles that we all have in our day-to-day life, and he gives some awesome wisdom. So we want to invite you to peek in on our conversation so that you can glean from his wisdom as well. So let's call my dad. Hey B, how are you? Good. Second try on this because last week I was all alone and had a visitor of one of my children. This week I got a babysitter, but yet they still picked the lock and came into this room. <laughs> I don't know how they learned to pick locks. It's not like I did I mean, that as a child. Uh yes, you did, but we're not gonna get into that story today. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're looking snazzy in that shirt.
1: Oh yes, I'm uh All things Nike. That's Mm -hmm. what I am today. I'm not really sure where I got this.
0: Speaking of Nike, so if people don't know, our family, we like shoes, specifically Nike shoes, especially you, me, and Grant, my husband. I feel like we're the three that like them the most. So we have weekly, or not weekly, but when new shoes are coming out, we all try to get them because, you know, they're so hard to get sometimes, and... Recently, Grant got some, michelle sister sister-in-law, my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, uh, scored some shoes for Grant. And guess what, Dad? I haven't told you this. She shipped them to us, and they are lost in the mail. That is not good. Like, I think someone must have maybe stolen them. Man. So that's unfortunate.
1: Yes, it is. Anyways. A shoe so. thief.
0: Yeah, we've got a shoe thief. And so I guess someone needed them more than we did. I don't know. But that 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 was uh disappointing. That was disappointing. So anyway, what's got new in your world? Uh, you know,
1: just uh living the dream. I'm in Denton this week. And it's travel so traveling again next week's been good to be home a couple of weekends or a couple of weeks and uh
0: mm-hmm.
1: been kind of doing things around the house and We've been missing them. you though. Yes, I've missed there. I, I I love the strategically taken angled photos that show the vegetables in our garden, not the weeds. I think that's great.
0: No, I've been picking them but did, but we have some great we've had some great uh production of vegetables. I got to eat them last night. They were delicious.
1: Yeah, so. for those of you who don't know my daughter. <laughs> Patience would not be at the top of her list, and so she'll send. She'll take a picture of a vegetable in the garden and say, "Is this ready yet?" Which it's like halfway grown. And
0: I actually picked the, that
1: one. <laughs> by the time, what I was going to say is, I don't know this for a fact, but my prediction is, by the time I got back to her, she was already picking it. It's so.
0: true. I couldn't wait to hear response. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this what today's call is going to be? It's just gonna no. be like shoes and gardens
0: and no. But I was there was one other thing I wanted to tell you, but now I can't remember. Um, no, today's call is so we're ending Mental Health Month. This is our last. Obviously, we talk about that a lot because that's um, on our hearts of Gobi Ministries. But we've been really focusing on it this month, and so I kind of just want to ra- want to do a wrap up and. Um, first I wanted to talk about what's going on in our world. And we've talked a little bit about when tragedy hits because of, um, things that had been going on in Ukraine, uh, last few months ago. But when, at the time of this recording, there had been a school shooting that just happened in Texas. And I just feel like it's super heavy on everyone's hearts, especially those though, who have kids and families, um, or who are connected to kids and you know, I know I've been having conversations with different friends and some people are still in school. We're out of school. Some, I know a lot of the Texas schools are still in and, and just the like anxieties and that it brings whenever you watch someone go through a tragedy like that. And so and I we haven't talked about this at all. I, I wanted to just talk with you candidly about what can we do with our children who might be going to school. And and th- I think this is a good thing to talk about, be- like, because this, you know, and we can apply this next school year too or whatever, but like it, it comes down to when you're releasing your kids and you're not there and it's some things and there's all these scary unknowns that, you, you know, what are some things that we can be telling our kids or doing for our kids to when they're, there's a lot of fear surrounding leaving mom and dad and going into a place that could be scary.
1: Yeah. Just let me speak to the current tragedy Mm -hmm. first. Uh, I too have seen, you know, so much on social media and so many people talking about just, it's unbelievably horrific. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, you know, I used to live, as you know, in San Antonio, where Mm -hmm. mom and I had our first, move out of college and said 30 miles, you know, or so, not mm-hmm. not 30 miles, but an hour yeah. or so away in Uvalde. Valley. And so obviously this hits close to home for us and, mm-hmm. and nothing but just man prayers that that they that these grieving families would Man, just feel God's presence. I, I mm-hmm. am so sad for that that city and that school, and mm-hmm. especially those moms and dads mm-hmm. and what they woke up to today. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as the rest of us, just you know, in not not just a school shooting or uh, something that makes the national headlines, but I, I just think it, this is all about uncertainty, right? Yeah, it's about. You you use the term, you know, when we drop our kids off at school and it's uncertainty about because there are things not under your control. Mm -hmm. And I really think this for parents is about learning how to be healthy when you realize that control is an illusion.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Right. I mean, I think that's what the pandemic did in, Mm -hmm. you know, in our culture here in the West is, I mean, preachers stood on stages and pounded pulpits and said control is an illusion and everyone amend mm-hmm. uh, until something came along, a virus came along that was outside of our control. And I think that's a part of what uh, got us so passionate, divided, mm-hmm. all angry, mm-hmm. fearful was that we no one, as much as we tried to, no one could speak for certainty with certainty about what was going to happen and so the reality be is is that control is an illusion mm-hmm. like it jesus talked about it he said you don't you know don't worry about tomorrow today's got enough trouble you don't you know you have no control over that and so when you find yourself in face to face with the fact that there is uh, a situation where you are not going to be in control you know, with your kids, the first thing I would say is the greatest gift they can have is a healthy you, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And I think a lot of times our kids are kind of picking up on our anxiety, our natural fear mm-hmm. uh, about the future. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we kind of feed into that lack of control by trying to get more information. mm mm-hmm. And okay, I'm going to go theological for a minute. Stay with me, though, baby. Uh, so in the garden, when Adam and Eve fell, they fell because they had eaten from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Uh, God knew that if we felt like we had enough information, we would feel in control and feel, in, feel superior, and it would not give us life. That, mm-hmm. That's at core what happened. Now think about what's happening now. Everybody thinks if I can get more information, if I can just know more, if I can, that's where conspiracy theories come from at some level. It's like, why do people believe them? Because if they had if have inside information, somehow they'll be more in control. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what's happening in our world today. And so like watching the same thing over and over again, waiting for the next, Breaking tidbit of news about what happened five hundred or a thousand miles away—that uh, feeds our need to have knowledge, so that we'll feel like we're in control. And what happens is, as you know, man, they just—they say the same thing over and over and over again. And so, what you think is actually helping begins hurting. So, for an adult, I would say, for you to stay healthy, like. Stay informed, but but stop at information. In -hmm. other words, don't continue to scroll. Don't continue to flip through your TV stations. I know you don't watch those, but you know sometimes Mm -hmm. the only time your generation turns on network television is when there's a tragedy like this, Mm -hmm. which is a natural tendency. But that gets you in angst, and there's an addictive nature to that. I counted in our paper today, our Dallas paper, there were like eleven articles. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, every article is because uh, I started looking through some of them after Jen and I had texted last night. And most of them had all the same information and one little extra piece. Right. Mm-hmm. And so but you, it's, it's hard not to give into that. And what happens with your kids, by the way, is. You're watching it. You're scrolling through it. You're sitting there talking to Grant about it, and you think they're not listening, but they are. Mm -hmm. And if they see something replayed over and over and over again, they think it's happening over and over and over again. So the first thing is you have to be really, you have to limit, man. You have to limit and be very aware of, again, you can't live with your head in the sand. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that there has to be okay. I have the information. I'm going to step away from it because it's better for my mental health. Mm-hmm. And I know it's going to be better for my kids. Mm-hmm. The other way that we want to control is we want to fix things for mm-hmm. Gideon, your oldest. Let's talk about him since he's the most ma- you know matured and yeah. would be most aware. Yeah. You want to fix it for him. You don't want him to be scared. So you say things to him that aren't true. Mm-hmm. Now I don't mean you're lying. I'm saying you're telling him, oh, don't worry about that, Gideon. That could never happen at your school, mm-hmm. which isn't true. Yeah. Which which begins to at a at a underneath level, a good intention thing. You know what you do? You're beginning to build in him a need for that information. You mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. so, so. We need to listen to what they're saying. Don't try to solve it quickly with a prescriptive, hey, that's never going to happen, or da da da, da. Uh, We need to listen to how they're feeling, validate how they're feeling, mm-hmm. and point them to the only one who is in control, which is God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, man, that is scary. And it makes me sad, too. And it does make me think about, you know, what... It would be like if that would have happened at your school, but the fact of the matter is, Gideon, it didn't. So we're going to trust God to be in control.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So let's ask God to protect us. Let's ask God to help us. Let's help ask God to bring us peace and kind of redirect it that way. Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Um, that was a long answer. Sorry. That was good. That was good. I. We've talked some this month about things not to say, you know, and how to not handle it. And I think that sometimes that can be even more helpful. So um, do you have anything as far as that other suggestions, you know, like you said, don't, don't like, listen, don't just try to solve the problem for them immediately. And then don't tell them something that's not true just to make them feel better. Is there anything else when our kids, When we're struggling with our mental health in any capacity, whether it's us or our kids, that you think is important to stay away from.
1: Man, that's a that's a very insightful question. Let me just talk about my battle with anxiety through the years, and when it's flared up, when it's uh, Mm -hmm. as you know, it's not always situational; it's not an inciting event. Right, But that doesn't matter. I'm saying this causes your anxiety. I have to be very aware of my uh, surroundings and what I'm letting in mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: and what I'm not letting in. Mm-hmm. And so in a season where I'm feeling that way, like I would say with Gideon, if there's a season where he kind of is kind of fixated on mm-hmm. what's happened, something. yeah, something like this, if your child comes home from school today, cause they're in a city that's still in school and all the kids are talking about it. Once you, you, you know, limit that information media wise. And once you listen, now let's start talking to our kid. Let, let's start talking to our kids about how we can point them toward helping someone who's struggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So like in this instance, if Gideon couldn't get past this loop, what I would do is say, hey man, why don't we write a letter? Why don't we write a letter and send it to the school, uh, to a a kid your age at school that lost some of his friends. Let's just write a letter and send it down there. And in that, there's some cathartic nature, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, We don't want to say to him, hey, we're not going to think about this. Yeah. That's something you wouldn't say. But what we're going to do is try to, redirect in in a way that's going to bring not this this feeling of fear and dread but something that has potential to connect us to God and to give us life and we know that when we help others along the way as Toby the Gobi our -hmm. little fishy friend says (laughs) that in that not only does it help them but it helps us
0: Mm -hmm. yeah you're right um with talking about giving them words to know the truth versus, you know, we've taught, we talk about that a lot with giving our kids truth. Um, I actually wanted to show everyone these and talk and uh, that we have these 40 AM cards that, that people can get on our website. Um, just to, and we talk a lot about our newsletter with Gobi and how it can really, how we send some helpful resources and a lot of things, things surrounding mental health. And this is one free resource we have now that you can use with your kids it has the language to use and then the scripture reference and if you go to our website and subscribe i'll put the link in our um show notes you can get these for free so i think that this was something i wanted to talk about but it's so timely because a lot of times when they are struggling we don't know the words and i get afraid of saying the wrong thing you know but when we have tools like this where we you know, you have the words for, for them, then they're very helpful. So I feel like this is something I've really been using with my kids because our struggle right now is just, is the dark is going to bed and it's a constant battle. And so Um, I'm just trying to repeat those, those truths. And so I think in any situation, but especially when tragedy strikes and we don't have the words, these are really good. That's a really good resource to use. And I'm thankful we have it. So um, I just wanted to tell people because as a mom, um, and I know we talked about this last week, sometimes I need it for myself and sometimes I need it for the, for the kids. So (laughs) Um, yeah, thank you for providing those for us. I know that stemmed from something that you used in your battle. So
1: still have my Anyways. original cards. Every time we come out with a new version, which a uh, little secret here, if you guys are pay- paying attention, a lot of that is stuff that Bailey and my other sweet daughter, Michelle, come up with. I mean, they show it to me. It's not like I made it up. I started with the base. And, but every time I saw, like I saw these new kids cards come out, and uh opened up a little backpack over there and pulled out my little snot stained dirty cards that I wrote over 25 years ago and or 20 years ago anyway, and just helps me remember, man. Just helps me remember uh, how faithful God can be in the darkest of moments. Mm-hmm. True. That's so true.
0: Um, well, as we're ending like our focus on mental health, um I wanted to ask you if there was anything that you wanted to touch on that maybe we haven't got to talk about, or something that's been on your heart that maybe you've been seeing a lot um, of surrounding mental health and mental health awareness that you wanted to share with other people, just kind of as a closing um, to this to this focus.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because you know, as you well know, even, out of this podcast, out of some of the stuff we've done on social media, people have signed up for these conversations with me Mm -hmm. where they, you know, where we just have a 30 minute phone call. And Mm -hmm. which by the way, just because people say, well, you can't do that forever. Well, I know I can't, but I can do it now. Mm -hmm. And, and as I talk to people, uh, you know, young, single guys, uh, folks my age who are raising adult kids uh, people your age, Bailey, in the middle of this, it seems to me that we fight at either one or the other ends of the extreme. One is we're telling ourselves, don't be a baby. Mm-hmm. you know, And it comes out as, I know I shouldn't feel this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's that resounding kind of religious thought that if somehow I was just a better Christian, I wouldn't be going through this. Mm-hmm. Which is an extreme, but an equally damaging extreme mm-hmm. is you you poor baby mm-hmm. And you know, the message of Gobi is my life message, which is freedom isn't no depression, no anxiety, freedom is connecting with God in the middle of it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that I, I'm not a victim. Mm-hmm. I'm not a poor baby. I'm not my anxiety. I'm not my depression. Uh, I get to choose. I get to Mm. choose at some level how I'm going to respond to it. Now, it's going to take tools. It's going to take time. It's going to take, obviously, God's help and God's power in my life. And some days I'm going, you know, some days the win for me is just like getting out of bed and doing halfway Mm -hmm. what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. Half of what I could do if I wasn't feeling this way in this season. But I want to get up and do that one thing, even if it's halfway. Just it's kind of my competitive spirit saying, Hey, you sorry, sack of crap. You are not going to take me down today. Mm-hmm. And uh I think that's the the recurring theme is is look inside yourself It's your self-talk at your thoughts
0: mm.
1: are you living at either end of that extreme
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and and when you discover that you're you're not dealing with your stuff because mm-hmm. you just i'm just going to get over it that's mm-hmm. not healthy yeah but when you say to yourself i can't i never it always you use these terms and and you've you know meant you know at least philosophically you've grabbed some balloons and some streamers, and you're throwing yourself a big pity party. you can't do that either- mm-hmm. uh and either one of those extremes are equally damaging mm-hmm. you uh you have more power than you think you have mm-hmm. it's going to be harder than you think it is mm-hmm. but you have more strength than you could ever imagine, and God will see you through it-.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm hmm. Amen. I, you know, I've been, sh- I mean, we talked about this. So, so I've been struggling the last couple of weeks. I have harder days and I feel like something that um, has really helped me has been taking it one day at a time and, and it yep. could even be an hour at a time, you know, and asking God for help each hour um, because it can feel so overwhelming when you're in the midst of something hard and overwhelming. Um, it can feel like, you know, when I look at it as a huge picture and I just want to get through it, it can, it feels like we're not going to, you know, but when I have broken it down into smaller chunks of the days or the hours and asking God for help for that moment, that has really changed has helped me because I can just, you know, I don't know, focusing on the smaller increments of time has been extremely helpful. That
1: is that is great wisdom, because Mm -hmm. most of the time we get overwhelmed because we're looking at something Jesus didn't promise. Jesus promised today, manna, living Mm -hmm. bread. That's manna. That was Old Testament. You're going to get just enough for today. And if you try to take some more, it's going to rot. And do you see the symbolism there in what we're talking about? If If you get caught up in, I can't do this for three more weeks. You don't have to do it three more weeks. You have to do it today. Yep. And yep. when you when you get in that mentality, you get in a position to experience God's power like you yeah. never have. Yep, that's so true.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just so glad we got to have these conversations. I know we're going to keep having them um, throughout the summer, but uh, or in general on this podcast. But I do want to encourage people: for real, you can talk to Dad and or Mom or me. I don't know if I, they would be the more the wiser people, but. um Don't hesitate to reach out. And then also, if you are a part of like an organization, church, uh, community organization, eh, whatever, and you feel like, I want to start these mental health conversations just like but I'm nervous. I don't know how. Dad's a really good resource to talk to. Gobi, we—that's what we do. That's what we want to do is help resource people, um, whether it's families or organizations or leaders, to have healthy conversations surrounding mental health. And we would love to to help you with that. So, and there's no loopholes. <laughs> like we're not like we really do. And and that starts from the top, which is Dad and Mom and Dad are founders. Like their heart is to help and um, to to give. And so if you you can reach out to me, Bailey at Beagobi.com and, and we can set that up. You can ask questions, whatever, but we really mean that. Um, don't we, Dad?
1: <laughs> yeah, we're right on the precipice. How about that for a big word? Yeah. We're right on the edge of in a couple of weeks announcing just like some unbelievable little packages of simple kind of content delivery. Mm -hmm. that we give to families, to kids, to high school kids, to college students Mm -hmm. uh, over a period of time that we think will just begin to put tools in your toolbox to help you. Uh, And I don't think, you said loopholes. What you meant to say was no strings attached. Oh,
0: sorry. Yeah, that's what I meant.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to be talking some about that watch. us on social media. Be, Mm -hmm. uh, Bailey, I think you said joining our newsletter, going to beagobi.com and joining our newsletter. That's the first place people will hear about some of these new yep. exciting things that we're offering. I'm excited because whether there's a thousand or a million people, we, we have found a way to get all this stuff delivered in a way that, that everybody uh, can receive it. And mm-hmm. so I'm very, very excited about it.
0: Me too. Um, also, last thing, so it's summer and dad, you probably just... <laughs> know what i'm about to say but our plan for the podcast is um in the next couple for for the next month we are going to replay episodes that um we feel like were the most helpful that people were really drawn to and kind of our greatest hits from our first season and so that is going to be going on in june and then in july um you're going to get to hear from our family more of our family um the slough family which is you know my brother and our extended family, um, and then also some people within our Gobi family. We were talk about Jen Day a lot, who is our um, all does all the things, and uh, she is she has older children and she has a lot of wisdom to give to. And so we're kind of going to do like a just a get to know us Q and A type thing in July, and I'm excited about that because. <clears throat> I just think that there's a big, that's the team. The Gobi team is not just me and dad. Um, there is a lot of people that contribute. And so uh, I'm excited for you guys to get to meet them. So how about that, dad?
1: Yeah. Did y'all hear that? She goes, uh, dad probably doesn't even you know about this. This is what <laughs> she does to me all the time. This, <laughs> this welcome to my life. <laughs> welcome to my life. Hey. Hey, and there's this huge plan and there's this huge thing happening and I'm <laughs> i'm signed up for it but but they just wait till the, uh, this is how i find out about these things it sounds great uh, great idea i sure i'm glad i thought of that b that's, that's awesome
0: <laughs> you're welcome no it'll be good um i'm excited and so yeah thank y'all for being with us we've done 14 episodes now no this is our 15th and um We're just, I'm just honored that we've gotten to do this and that we've pulled it off. So (laughs) anyways, that's all we've got for today. Um, Unless you have anything else to add, Father of Mine?
1: Nope. Love you, B. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to our Mm -hmm. silliness at times, you know, at the beginning, the end. But uh, it's fun to be able to kind of share stuff that we've done privately with lots of people. And if it's helpful, that's great.
0: Exactly. So, all right. Love you. Love you. Well, that is it. That is our first season of the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. Can't believe we made this happen and I can't believe there's still people listening. (laughs) So thank you for listening or watching on YouTube. Um, Like I said, at the end of the episode, we're going to be sharing some of our most loved podcasts in June. And then in July, we'll pick back up with um, some episodes focused on our family, our Gobi family and our immediate family. So we're excited about that. Thank y'all for tuning in. We love you. Please reach out if you need anything, you have any questions, or if Gobi can partner with you just to begin having healthy conversations surrounding mental health. We would love to do that. Um, We love you. Bye.